All right, welcome into the Repair Crew Podcast, our last recorded episode of 2023. We are looking forward to a full slate of guests coming up here in 2024, so watch out for that schedule coming out here very, very soon. On today's episode, we talked to Scott Blair from 2U Mobile Solutions. Really interesting conversation where we talk about the current state of mobile service vans and really what it means to the current United States market, how it's comparing to what's going on in Canada and the UK, and how Scott has really focused his efforts on recruiting and training of his technicians. Going to be a really good episode today, so let's get into it. Introducing Scott Blair from 2U Mobile Solutions. Excellent. Well, good Friday morning, everyone, and welcome into our Repair Crew podcast. We are just getting to the end of the year here, really excited to get into 2024. And to cap things off, we have a great interview today, something a little bit different than we've done in previous episodes or previous sessions. We have Scott Blair here, uh, who is based just outside of Mobile, uh, Alabama. And Scott has a very unique business where not only does he do training, uh, but he also has a mobile van operation, no physical location where he's taking cars in unless they are absolutely needed, uh, but he tries to stay mobile. And uh, he's got a lot of really good, interesting info to add about that market um, and the peripheration of it, um, you know, heading into the new year. So, Scott, welcome in. Thanks so much for joining us today. We're going to do a brief session here on understanding you and your business and your history and kind of what the future looks like. But to get started out, why don't we just talk about you a little bit, some of the history of how you got into the market, some of the need that you saw, uh, and eventually how that led up to you owning the mobile van operation. Yeah, sounds great, Cam. Thank you so much. I appreciate you giving me the opportunity today. So just a brief history here real quick. Um, I started in the custom oil industry in 1993. So I was there through all the uh, proliferation of getting larger and larger diameter wheels through the 1990s. Um, very soon after I got into the industry, I realized that there was a very, uh, there was a lack of knowledge at the dealer installation level. And so I started creating uh, training content actually around 1995. So um, as I was working in wholesale operations back then and working directly with, you know, about 450 or so uh, retail dealers along the Alabama, you know, Mississippi, Louisiana, Gulf Coast area, um, I started creating content to try to help them to understand what was going on as we were getting larger and larger diameter Rim uh, rims on the market, and then that required having to adjust tire sizes to you know still be able to fit inside the same space and things of this nature. Uh, I actually wound up uh, developing and patenting a tool called the Wheel Fit in the Gripper system. Uh, it's a it's like a jig. It's an aluminum jig that essentially lets us be able to test fit a tire onto any vehicle, and it tells me the dimensions that we need to build a wheel to make that tire fit without rubbing or take those dimensions and choose a wheel that's off the shelf that fits those dimensions. And then going into the uh, into the early 2000s, Tire Industry Association came out with an actual certification in our industry. Uh, I was one of the first students uh, through the curriculum. So I am a certified instructor for their automotive tire service curriculum. And that program is really great for our industry. Uh, more people need to go through it, but it's foundational. It doesn't cover everything. So going beyond what the Tire Industry Association offers, I have my own proprietary curriculum, and that gets into real-world type situations uh, that we do, that we face all the time. Um, whether it's a, a tool that's a solution to a problem, a process, or just generic knowledge going beyond OEM, which translates over into aftermarket applications and things of this nature. So, uh, in the 
right around the uh, right about 2012, I saw mobile tire service uh, in Canada. And uh, I was brought in as an instructor to to do some training for a group up there and, you know, got my first glimpse of what it was. And the reason why it developed was, you know, even 10, 15 years ago, people were already working, you know, tremendous number of hours, uh, you know, particularly businesses, business owners, you know, professionals such as ourselves. I mean, you know, after eight, 10, 12 hours a day, and as we were talking earlier today, you know, doing two and three things at a time, there's just nothing left at the end of the day for automotive service, right? And so the ability to be able to take that tire service to the individual or the fleet had never really been explored a whole lot. You know, and if it had, it was pretty much, you know, throw some cheap equipment, you know, beat up stuff in the back of an old box truck, you know, and go out there and and basically not really de- not really provide any real significant increase in level of service and knowledge. It was just doing the same same basic stuff out of a back of a beat up truck that didn't even look really good. And so the idea concept of actually taking mobile tire service and relating it to what we're used to seeing in the glass replacement industry, you know, I mean, you think of the safe lights of the world, um, that set the bar of what it should be, you know, in our industry, but we just never had everything put together. And so when Mercedes, you know, built that Sprinter, the biggest, the big, huge van, it gave us finally uh, payload capacity and ability to be able to create a tire store inside that van and still have room for inventory. And so uh, not long after I saw this idea, I happened to be launching it here in the U.S. And my best friend, uh, Graham Yarrow, out in Phoenix, uh, I was telling him what we were doing with the mobile tire service and how cool this thing was. This was something I'd been looking for for a long time because I never really wanted a retail store because that, that brings in a lot of other things I just wasn't wasn't willing to deal with. But an owner operator, something I can maintain control of, uh, had a very, uh, had, had potential for very high growth and, um, you know, be able to provide a really high level of service with the best tools, precision balance tools, all that type of stuff that come on these vans. I was like, this is, this is an opportunity. And he said, well, you know what? You know, I'm thinking about just changing. He was an airline mechanic. He'd never touched a car, not not like this. And so uh, as the story goes, uh, I flew out to Phoenix where he's at. We sat at the table for about a week. We drank a whole lot of good Scottish beer and we threw paper all over the dining room table about what this business would look like. And uh, the fortunate thing is, is his wife left town on the weekend. So we didn't have a, we didn't have any wives there to tell us we couldn't do it. So we did it. And uh she came home, you know, after being gone for the weekend said, you know, how, so what'd you guys do? And he said, well, I'm going to quit my job that I've only, I've all I've ever known. And uh, I'm going to start up a tire business I've never done and go into business with my best friend. And so uh, that's basically how it started. And so we, uh, uh, we started to you tire out there and uh, our tagline is we bring the tire store to you. And so you can imagine, um, him coming from a background of having uh, Six Sigma, Lean Six Sigma uh, kind of training, being in, uh, you know, Department of Defense contractors and things of this nature. Uh, as soon as he saw the van that I thought was really great when it got delivered to him, first thing he did is start pulling apart, telling me all the things that was wrong with it and redoing it. And so uh, what he brought to the table was this 
uh, huge efficiency improvement in just where parts and pieces are in the van. So not only did we improve everything on the van, it's actually, you know, tools are in specific spots. And after, you know, 12 years, 13 years almost of building these vans now and delivering them, um, it's to a refinement such as everything in the van is measured to the inch and nothing can move sometimes more than, you know, a quarter of an inch, eighth of an inch, one way or the other without interfering with something else or slowing down the process. So it's refined to that level. And so after we had started 2U Tire, then we started getting inquiries from all kinds of people wanting to know how to get into it. And so from there, we formed 2U Mobile Solutions. And so that's what I run here in Alabama. Uh, my wife joined me a few years ago because uh, it just kind of grew to the point, particularly when COVID hit, you can imagine uh, retail business, you know, ground to a halt, but service industry went through the roof. And so I had developed a business model that really targeted the service industry. So when COVID hit, I mean, our business went through the roof. I was working 15 hours a day, seven days a week, and we were 10 days out at the worst. We were 10 days out on bookings uh, at one point. So uh, that kind of gives you an idea of, of what yep. transpired here uh, in the mobile industry just over the last few years. And uh, now there's a lot of people trying to figure out how to get into it but they, they really don't understand everything about it. There's a lot of detail. The person running the van, they need a really high aptitude. They need to be able to do it all. They've got a prospect, they've got to sell it, they've got to quote it, they've got to install it. They got to look the part, sound the part, and be the part. And then manage a tire store with all the backend admin stuff as well, so that you don't run into problems with your, you know, your inventory or money and all those kinds of things. So uh, it's a, it requires a unique individual to run this. Yeah, that was one. Thank you for that, by the way. That was a great background. And, and like I told everybody at the very top, very unique setup uh, compared to a lot of the other interviews that we've done. And one thread that I just want to pull out a little bit is exactly the road that you're going down, which is, I think a lot of whether it be shop owners or even national franchises, see the need now, the prevalence of mobile service uh, really starting to pop up like it has in Canada, like it has in the UK. Mm -hmm. And it's interesting because I think a lot of the way that it's thought about right now is I have a brick and mortar location and I'm just going to add a van to it, right? Like it's kind of an add-on or a bolt-on type uh, solution. So you obviously went completely separate from that. You're like, no, our store is the van. We are a, we're do it all mobile. We don't have a physical location outside of where you do training. So just what do you see in the juxtaposition of that from, you know, you starting out literally with the mindset of we're going to customers, we're going to operate everything internally. Whereas it seems like a lot of the way that things are swaying within the market is we're going to kind of use the mortar, the brick and mortar as sort of home base and kind of use the van as dispatch. I mean, what do you see in the differences for that? What are some of the lessons that you think are we're learning in that process? Now, I want to thank you for bringing this up and actually noticing that there is a reason and a difference in that, because this is one of the key aspects. Whenever we're working with a, whenever we're working with a new prospect, right? If they have brick and mortars already, the first thing out of my mouth that I have to tell them is, is you cannot run the van like a brick and mortar. It has to be its own business entity in many cases. Uh, it cannot, uh, it can't be an extension because I have seen failures and I'm, you, know, you can Google this all day long and you can see where people have gone into this 
and and didn't last six months. And then all they have was negative things to say about it. The problem is this, the, the brick and mortar stores typically give away a lot of things many times for free because they've got to entice people to drive past all their, all their competitors to get there. And, you know, they're having to use broadcast media that's touching people that are going to be 20, 30, 40, 50 miles away, possibly, depending on what mode that they use. Um, and then they have to get, you know, they got, they got to entice them to try to come back there, pass all these people to come to their store for some particular reason. And a lot of times they use price as that reason. Um, for the mobile tire service, you're going after a completely different client. We're not trying to get every single person. You know, mobile is not for everybody, in my opinion. Um, there are plenty of people who put a value on their time and they are willing to pay what we charge for that time to keep in, uh, you know, for whatever they're doing, whether it's running their business, uh, think about uh, insurance agents, think about uh, real estate agents. They live in their vehicle. They're, they're at a beck and call of a telephone almost 24 hours a day in the hopes that they're either going to, you know, going to sell something, you know, a piece of property or, or real estate or something like that. So for them to down a vehicle for four hours to get basic service or get a set of tires, anything like that is, I mean, just about kills them. And in professionals, I mean, so many people work from home anymore, you know, they work remote. So the ability to be able to take that vehicle and go out to them and charge a service call and then do exceptional service out of that van. In other words, we, we have a full complement of Havika uh, precision balance tools. We have the latest in TPMS programmers, all kinds of resources, vast amount of tools, because we never know what situation we're going to run into. And this is a one-man operation. You can't just reach over and grab a couple of buddies and come over, help them out. So the tools have to be correct. The equipment is the equipment is all spec'd out to be able to allow one person to be able to do the job of sometimes two or three. But they have to be able to have the mindset that their pricing structure is going to be different. Their service call um, you know, various other things that are unknowns when you go out on site that you've got to be tooled up and ready to be prepared for because you don't have a, you can't just run over here to the toolbox, uh, to your buddy's toolbox and get something. Mm -hmm. You've got to be able to have it on the band. And that's one of the biggest aspects that I want to have uh, everyone understand. And lastly, the software, which we'll get to in just a minute, that van has to have its own software to be able to run autonomously and have its own PL so that you can identify what's going on within that business model. Because again, it's like a store, it just happens to be on wheels. Yeah, that's a really good explanation of the differences there. And, and this is probably actually, we're going to get to software for sure. And this is just one thing that I'm super interested in is maybe a segue into the training that you provide, because if that one individual does not have backup, <laughs> you know, they're kind of responsible for their own destiny when they're out there and they're doing the work. What does your training process look like? I know you have the training sites uh, that you do, but how intense is that training? What does the recruiting look like? Maybe just give a little bit on, you know, how do you get the right person to fill that role? Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. So, uh, let me just start out and say it's tough. It is very difficult in our labor market right now. Uh, I mean, no one has to tell, you know, we don't even have to even talk about that. Everybody's facing the same thing. Uh, but here's what we do to try to help identify that individual. So the person that's going to be the right kind of person for this van is going to be someone that, you know, they look like a salesman. They have an aptitude of a mechanic. 
And then they have an ability to have almost be like an entrepreneur, but just don't happen to have the resources to go out and build one of these things themselves, or they want to be part of an organization, you know, where they can grow, you know, maybe even start off with a single van or two vans with the plans that they're going to grow into maybe like an ops manager where they would oversee multiple bands, you know, things of this nature. But in regards to the training, and this is something that we've, you know, that we've been fighting for 30 years since I've been in this business, really. And for the last 20, for sure, um, the aptitude level of what it takes to, to run not just a mobile tire service, but what we really need to be doing in our retail stores is so much more higher than, than what we're doing right now. So to try to help provide tire dealers, whether they're someone getting into the mobile business or they just want to stay in brick and mortar, it doesn't matter, is we have multiple tiers of how we offer training. So the first thing is, is we have an on-demand platform and uh, it's put together through our, you know, through a product called Trainer Central and uh, it's a subscription-based product. So per rooftop, we charge a subscription-based, uh, depends on size and some other factors. So, I mean, pricing, I won't go into necessarily, but uh, but you understand it's a, it's a subscription-based um product that uh, they can onboard a new person and they can start putting them through this program. They can watch it on their phone, a tablet, at home. doesn't matter. It's all on-demand virtual. So uh, that's the first step. And so uh, then they go into a lot. Then there's live instruction through, you know, video conferencing. Then we have in-house opportunities for multi-day that continues to build on what they've learned through the virtual classes and the other classes that don't cost very much before you really start investing in someone that now shows up, you know, opportunity to build a career in our industry. And then finally, we have like this, we have a full five-day curriculum that's just like a PhD. Um, they have to have probably, you know, a couple of years in the industry minimum with pretty high aptitude to go through that course because it really is intense in five days of, of what we throw at them. And based on that, they become a trainer. So they can take that course and go back to a company that has maybe multiple stores or locations or what or wants to grow in mobile and expand, but they need one person that's dedicated to making sure that information is the same for every other person. And so we have that train the trainer program as well. But uh, to get started very quickly, uh, I do put everybody through the TIA program. So we do two days of, of just video conference going through the classroom uh, modules, essentially all the video stuff, you know, and uh, going through the book and getting them prepared to take their TIA certification test after we've done the on-site type stuff. And so the that gives us a, a way to where we can gauge the aptitude of the individual, get feedback to the owner before they really start spending a lot of money. And of course, you know, we're usually doing this while the band is being built. So we're doing these virtual classes, uh, interacting just like what we are here. All of the videos are, are put up in the cloud. So they, you know, the student is watching the same videos as we would do here in our training center. Uh, but it's just a lot cheaper, you know, for everyone, for them to just simply sit there and watch it on their computer. And then we can have this interaction and start doing things that way when we go on site. So when the van gets delivered, we typically have five days of hands-on training where uh, as an instructor, I have to check box about two and a half pages worth of hands-on things that the uh, that the person has to accomplish and show proficiency in for them to then sit for their certification test as a technician. So I also teach on site. We teach business development services. I teach them how to go out 
uh, what types of businesses to look for that are good opportunities, how to cold call, uh, do presentations, everything that's needed for an individual to start to learn and grow in their profession is what we teach when we're there on the ground. And then, uh, you know, after that is over, as far as the on the ground uh, training and aspects and stuff like that, then I connect all of these individuals together so that they have uh, they can either text or email or call each other individually if they run into some sort of situation where they need, you know, some sort of an answer or support or somebody stuck working on something and they're just struggling, struggling. You know, they can they can send out a generic text to you know dozens of guys that have already been there. Many of the times, one of the persons that I've already tra- you know taught years ago will give the answer, you know, before I have to even, you know, reply back to it. So we have a, a whole team of people that are doing the same thing, facing the same challenges, and, but they have access to each other so that they can, you know, they have that network. And again, while we're out there working for ourselves, you don't want to be completely alone. And this gives them ability to, you know, call any number of dozens of people that could potentially help them, you know, through whatever situation that they're faced with. That's really robust. I mean, you know, we obviously train on software on a daily basis and we understand some of that struggle, but we're also not operating a highly expensive, highly customized, uh, you know, mobile service product. So the ability to do that, do the peer to peer type network and provide multiple levels of training uh, to get the stickiness, that's that's really important. Uh, that's really important work that you're doing there. So Scott, just to, to bring it home with the time that we have left, five minutes or so. Mm-hmm. Um, give me, give me the journey of the software side of things. So, you know, you have to have, cover both sides. You have to have the hardware dialed in, you have to have the vehicle dialed in, you have to have the train dialed in. So maybe just bring it home with the software side of things. What's that journey been like? Where are you heading? What do you see that market, you know, kind of adjusting to and adapting to maybe give us a little bit on that. Yeah, very quickly, just so I stay on time for us here. So like many entrepreneurs, we start out with QuickBooks, you know, and everybody's used to doing that for some type of way. And QuickBooks will will get you, you know, a few steps down the road. But as soon as you need to hire one person, QuickBooks is out the window because it gives them access to your whole accounting software. And, and it's really not designed to do what we do. And so uh, our next journey was a, a, a cloud-based software uh, you know, that was based out of Australia. And uh, we had done some research. This was several years ago, trying to get out, you know, trying to hurriedly get past QuickBooks. Uh, you know, we chose this particular software, seemed to do what we needed um, as a still as a single person. Uh, and even as we hired technicians and stuff like that, uh, gave them the ability to work a point of sale system that wasn't directly tied into accounting. It just API'd everything over to, um, you know, to zero, which is a competitor to QuickBooks Online. And in the last uh, in the last year or so, we've now saw some shortcomings in that software that prevents us from running the kind of detailed reports that we need or be able to provide uh, some incentive bonus programs for our, you know, our technicians and things like that. And so uh, we're looking at the Tower Guru software, which we're already in the process of switching over to. Uh, we should be live uh, February 1st. We're going to use January as our transition period to for everybody to get used to the new software. But here's the great thing that I found with the Tower Guru that I couldn't find anywhere else. And, and that is being able to assign a salesperson to an account. And then being able to provide incentive programs, which is something that I've been wanting to do for a while, but I didn't have any capability of being able to to track it in the in the current software. 
So if any of our if any of our people see an opportunity to uh, to go knock on a door, uh, meet someone at a gas station or at the, you know wherever, and they open a new account that that they make a sale, then I want to reward them with a bird dog fee, and then I want to tie them to that account so that they are responsible for managing that account so that we don't have you know attrition. Or we make sure that we're constantly on site every so often as a touch point. We want our brand in front of those people. And so because of the way Tower Guru was, was built, it gives us this ability to be able to assign that, you know, that person to that account and then run these reports for both, you know, bird dog fees and spiffs and, you know, ongoing commission structure, which is basically going to, to build that person, you know, to what we need them to be, and it'll obviously allow them to, you know, have kind of an open-ended check uh, that they can earn, you know, by just learning to do their job well and and learning the industry. Yeah, that's great. I I know the Tiger team well. Um, they're probably one of the best software out there suited to mobile solutions. I know they're working with a couple national franchises right now on building out you know, kind of what we talked about is what does that ecosystem look like as compared to just dispatch like it's being run right now. So they're doing some really cool things over there. I'm glad that you're getting settled with the software. And we'll probably check in, you know, over the next few months and just kind of see how that process is going, because we'd love to learn more about your growth into that market and how you're going to use the software to, to discover it. And just the last thing here too, Scott, I know you're going to be joining some of our peer-to-peer -peer networks and working with some of our other businesses as well. But um, any last thoughts? Is there any way people can get a hold of you if they have questions or, you know, is, are there, are, do you do regular type presentations, appearances? Cause you have a lot of really good information here. And I think there's so many people out there that could benefit from it, but is there any way that some folks can get, can get in touch with you if, if needed? Yeah. The easiest, easiest way to do it. And you can, you can type this in and put it on the screen here during your post-production, but essentially the two different businesses that interact with each other are, to you mobile solutions that's the number two letter u mobile solutions.com and that is for our turnkey mobile tire service van which is everything van tools supplies training wrapped up with a bow and delivered to your doorstep and then we come in and show you how to run this thing and then the other aspect which is just training for those individuals that may not have necessary they're not ready for mobile but they want to bring their level of, of expertise up, maybe in their brick and mortar location, or maybe they're a startup, right? And they're looking to do this, is trackautotraining.com. That's T-R-A-C-K, autotraining.com. And track is an acronym. It actually stands for Tire, Rim, and Chassis Knowledge, because that's essentially what we do. We train pretty much everything under car that has to do with the tire, the wheel, TPMS, chassis setup, suspensions, drivability, you know, things of this nature. That is what our total focus is. Excellent. Yeah. And we'll make sure to add both of those uh, routes when we put the video out there so that folks can get in touch with you if they need to. So Scott, appreciate your time. I know it's Friday, busy, busy, a lot of stuff going on heading towards the end of the year here. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in as well. This is going to be our last session, at least of the year. We'll see everyone in 2024. And again, Scott, thank you so much for jumping on and giving all of your important information, knowledge, and history today. Really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you so much. I greatly appreciate the opportunity. I look forward to talking to you again here in a couple of months.